Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast, wherever you are in the world. Episodes, uh, I think it's, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Welcome everyone. Hello to everyone in the chat box that are already in there. Hope you've had a good week. Um, Hope you had good fun on Sunday on social media, taking the absolute out of that lot um, down the road. I had a lot of fun, um, as some of you would have found out last night. Uh, with uh, me and Graham talking about it, or if anyone saw my Twitter feed, of constant pictures of Mikhail Arteta holding up a glass of wine with the word cheers underneath it. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot a lot of fun. Judges, how are you, sir? I'm good, thank you very much. I'm very good. Like, it's been a, it's been an eventful fucking day. Oh, oh so, oh, sorry, I swore there. Like, <laughs> That's, right. That's the wine gone straight away. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's been a, it's not been me, a, need to apologize to his wife. Uh, uh, I'm sure we're going to get on to that, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, there you go. Yes. Dan, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Not only is it good to see the same old Arsenal back, it's good to see a couple of shows, mate. Obviously, Amanda's got her show, you and yeah, Graham. Yeah, yeah. It's great, mate. It's great. The yeah. channel is growing and it's back and it's good to yeah, see. But I'm we, very we well, thank you, mate. Anyway, you know, I'll have a go off it while I'm, while I'm, while I'm off work anyway. Yeah, it's good to see, <laughs> mate. Good to see, I mean, buddy. This, this beautiful room that I'm in is uh, freshly painted, ceiling, walls, been decorated. Okay, I said, when the missus, when I came home and said to the missus, oh, I've lost my job, love, she kind of went, really? Oh, get that out for you. Yeah, painting yeah. needs to be done. Got Thanks. a job for you, <laughs> <laughs> Mark. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm stocked up on cheese, ready to sit back and watch the fireworks go. Um, <laughs> yeah, well done for your shows, Graham and Amanda. That's good, good stuff, man. It's nice. Yeah, well, well we, we we return tomorrow as well with four men and a mic with Suburban Guna Chris, um, Danny from. The um, Burkham Underland podcast and uh, James Cook was supposed to be with us tomorrow, but he can't. He's going out for a meal that he forgot all about, but that's all right. Well, so it'll be three men in the mic 
not unless I can draft someone in um, at the last minute. Look, there's no point in not trying to... Uh, not trying to talk about it because I suppose we're going to have to talk about it. Um, today, obviously, the news broke this morning um, when we all kind of woke up uh, that um, a certain character from Arsenal Fan TV um, has been um, charged with various offences and has um, seen himself get um, a prison sentence. Um <laughs> I've, to be honest with you, I, I've kind of held this bit back. I'm a, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit gutted, and I'll tell you why I'm a little bit gutted. Because two or three days ago, or it wasn't two or three days ago, it was probably a week ago, I sent him a message because I really thought that he was struggling with his mental health, and everyone knows that I've struggled with my mental health, and I don't want people to see, I don't want to see people struggling either. So I reached out to him. Um, and sent him a message. Of course, never got anything back. That's fine. That's you know that, that's up to that person. But then when you hear that that was a cover up, um, you know, to cover up terrible things, I, 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 I don't know. Did I? I felt a bit mugged off, if if that's the right word to use. Um, I'm just talking my personal my my personal feelings towards it now. You know, you put your hand out to a fellow who who. Um, who's saying that he's struggling and then you find out that he's been using mental health to make a cover-up. That's what I'm reading through the lines. Anyway, um, been put been put in prison, I believe. I, To be honest with you, really don't know much about it, um, only from what I've been reading on Twitter and I don't really take what I've been reading on Twitter to, you know, to much levels of information, to be honest. Um, so... I understand that there's been a statement put out um, by Arsenal Fan TV to say that he'll no no longer be on the show anymore. Um, he won't be invited back. And that his video that he'd done after the Manchester City game um, had been deleted. Lads, um, <laughs> it's all a mess, isn't it? What a massive mess um, at the moment. Uh, let's start with Mark. Um, you know, what... What do we feel about it? I, I don't really care, to be honest. Um, got... If I'm going to be honest, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, the only thing I can say about it is because I don't know him and I don't know anybody of the people surrounding So I hope that the, the people involved are okay. Mm. And I hope that anybody who's suffering from domestic abuse knows where to go. There's plenty of uh, pages on Facebook and on the government websites where you can go and get support in an emergency. Um, you know, there's phone numbers that you can ring um, and the police know that you've rung them. I don't know what it is off the top of my head and someone will help me. Uh, hopefully there's a number you can dial where the police will listen in to the situation and, and um, know whether you're well and okay. Um, we'll get that number for you before the end of the show. I will. Um, so if you're suffering from it, don't, don't suffer alone. Um, if the rumours are true, you know, that, that's that's what's happened. So it's not acceptable. It's it's not something we can tolerate in society. So, um, you know, as I say, I don't know the lad. Um, he's in, if he is in a place, uh, you know, if he has gone to prison, then that the idea of prison is, 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 is uh, to re-educate and for people to make atone for their wrongdoings. And so we 
send him there with a kick up the backside and hope that he's going to realise the error of his ways and come out a better man because certainly he's got in there a, sh- a shadow of a man, to be honest, because no man should ever raise a hand to a woman if indeed that is what he's done. So disgusted uh, that any man would do that to a woman. Um, if it is true. But as you say, we don't know. We don't know the facts. I don't know him. But I just hope that, um, you know, everybody who, victims involved are well. That is my only thoughts on the matter. Dan? I came on here to talk about football in the Arsenal, so I'm going to keep this really quick. Um, Anybody who hides behind... Anybody who hides behind mental health as an excuse is an absolute disgrace as far as I'm concerned. Um, he's gone back on that channel uh, on AFTV and he knows full well what's going on. Um, and I think that is an absolute disgrace to be hiding behind mental health when you know that not to be the case. AFTV have done absolutely the right thing by getting rid of him and by not associating with him in the future. Um, and that's all I really want to say on it, Craig, if I'm honest with you. Mm. I don't care what he has or hasn't done. All I know is it is an absolute disgrace and that they should not go anywhere near people like that. And what I don't want is for the people like myself, like Lee, like others that go on platforms, AFTV, other Arsenal podcasts to be tied with the same brush because we ain't all the same. And that's all I've got to say on it, mate. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Lee, a little bit of um, guilty by association, I suppose. Well, no, not really. I ain't done nothing wrong, and, um, and nor has Dan, and nor has anybody else. We've just been taken for mugs. I can tell you exactly what what I know and what I was told and what's gone on is that um, as as far as I know, um, DT turned around to to Robbie and 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 myself and and whatever and said that um, that um, during whenever it was that he'd um, found out that his girlfriend or his partner I don't know if his wife or whatever were uh, and he actually said was. Um, he caught caught her by a you know like the phone when it goes um you can find out where they are yeah yeah found out that his girlfriend or what was in a hotel with some bloke and um he um went round there and whether to, to to sort him out and whatever and beat the bloke up and that's what he was done for. That was what he was put in prison for on um, whatever. I don't know. At that, that moment in time, I don't know if he was put in prison or not. It was the rumours going around, like, you know what I mean? He said, like, that he'd done that. He then said that he was uh, going to uh, take a break from AFTV um, because of, you know, the, the mental state that he was in. And that is, as far as I know, what happened. That he And, uh, and it was all them rumours. People said that he was in prison. People were saying that he was, then they wasn't. They didn't know, but he was saying about mental health. Now, as far as I know, what has come out now is he's obviously come out of prison because this is what I've only what I've read as well is that he come out of prison. Um, the the audacity to come back on the channel and say that he was away through mental health issues and things like that, and come back on the channel is an absolute disgrace. It's a disgrace, you know what I mean, like, to, to, to do that. You know, it's arrogance. Arrogance of the man that he knew exactly what was going on and all that. Now, I know that he assured Robbie that there was nothing untoward about women or anything like that, that that wasn't the case. And um, whether Robbie belie- believed it or he didn't, I don't know. I, 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 and that is the truth, as far as I, I know, that Robbie was told and lie after lie, not only just from... Um, 
DT, his brother and all that were telling him that all these rumours, that there was rumours going about, um, that, that they was assuring Robbie that this was not the case, this is what it was and whatever. Now, it's come to light also that it wasn't his girlfriend at the time, it was his ex-girlfriend, so the, the, the girlfriend could do whatever she likes, you know what I mean? Like, this is what we, I wasn't told this as well, this was like, you know, I was told it was his partner. Now, from my point of view, I'm going to say this, if he'd caught his wife in bed with another bloke, uh, another bloke, uh, another bloke, then I know I, there's a lot of people that would um, go around there and, and, and do some damage. I'm not saying that they weren't. So like, as far as I'm concerned, that you know, it's not right, it's not wrong. I'm not going to get involved with it. So I never got involved. What was going on and all that, like you know, it has only come to light today what really would happen. And this is the thing that that, that has upset me more than anything else is that he's kept that all quiet. And I can assure you that he has done that. He has kept that quiet from uh, Robbie and he's kept that quiet from me and everybody else on AFTV. No one knew about all this. I've been re reading it today. There's things about knives, kidnapping, taking taking pictures of her and, and all of that. Like, you know, now I can assure you none of this was ever mentioned at AFTV. And I... I, I am now, now that it has come to light today, Robbie has done the right thing and got rid of, rid of him like, because that is bang out of order, bang out of order, bang out of order for lying about it, bang out of order for doing it. And then to say that you are with the mental health thing. Now I know, listen, you know, um, with you, um, and your problems and all that, like I know other people that have got it as well. I, that is the worst thing that anybody can say. Now, I haven't put nothing on Twitter. I haven't put nothing on um, social media at this moment in time because I didn't know what to do, really. I didn't really know what to say. I'm livid. I am livid by what's gone on today, right? I'm not happy, and I'm not happy that um, that people are starting slagging off at myself or, or anybody on um, AFTV, and I can assure you that no one, as far as I'm concerned, knew about what was going on with all these. And now, I don't know how all of these things have been kept so quiet all through the time. Like, how has it gone through a court case and it's all got with no one knowing? No one's knowing, like, you know what I mean? Like, people have heard rumours and whatever. But no one was 100% sure it was. Well, I can tell you now, as soon as it has been come out 100% sure, it is, it has happened and, and, and things have been done for it. You know what I mean? Like now, I'm a big believer, and I am a big believer that you, you, everybody deserves a second chance. You know, we're not all squeaky clean and all that. Like, you know what I mean? But to have a second chance, you've got to show first of all remorse, and also like you know that you want to be. He has shown none of that. All he's tried to do is dodge it, and he's put other people. In there, and he's also really. I'm going to be honest with you, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. Like, you know what I mean? He don't care about me because if uh, and other people that are on AFTV and all that, all he cares about was himself, uh, and that that is that is it. He was more, more worried about himself, like you know what I mean. And and for that, and going behind the mental health thing and all that is a disgrace. I will put saying on Twitter later on. Um, it's not that I'm being quiet or whatever. Like, I, I've just you know, like really been been a bit annoyed about what's gone on today because people are attacking uh, uh, people that they shouldn't be. Uh, all I can say is lied 
and lied and lied. And if I'll be honest, Robbie has believed it. Whether he wants to believe it for whatever reason or not, I don't know. That's something you're going to have to put up with, with uh, ask Robbie. But I can tell you and I can assure you, right, that I knew nothing about it uh, until today. And I can tell you this now, uh, and, I, and I have spoken to Robbie about it, if he ever comes back on it or anything like that, I will have nothing more to do with it and again because it's not just what he's done. It's the way he's gone about it and, 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 and the mental health thing and all that like. And really took us for all for falls because you, they're writing to him and all that like. I felt sorry for him. Thinking like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, it's bad and everything like, you know what I mean? Like, but basically, you know, um, that's it like, you know what I mean? Done. And that is the truth. If anyone has been, um, you know, if anyone knows of anyone or anyone has been involved in any kind of case like this or you know have been involved or have, have horrible memories or or if this is bringing up anything from the past then there is people out there to help you um you can ring this number which mark will ring out will call out for you now ring ring the number um if you um you know i suppose affected in any way you know like they do on the telly you know when they show tv programs that show you know horrible situations if you're affected by anything that you've heard today on twitter or if you've affected by anything by any of the news um then you can call this number Mark. well the number to call is 0808805000 and also if you're ever in that situation of a domestic abuse or you're trapped and uh, scared you can call 999 and if you can't speak you wait for them to go through their motions of asking what service you need. If you can hear that at all, maybe you've got your phone too quiet, but you just press 5-5 five five and that will go straight through to the police. You don't have to speak if you are ever in that situation. So just just worth passing on. Absolutely. Lee, Thursday, Liverpool, semi-final of the Carabao Cup. One game away from Wembley um, with the performance that the boys put in last week um, after going down to 10 men. Um, what a performance! I believe you were up there, were you? Um, I yeah. was. I yeah. was after 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 Granite Jacker got sent off. I turned around to my mate Steve and said, "Why, why have I come all the way here again to get a good stuffing?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I thought that was what was going to happen. I really, I but I'll be really honest. I thought we was going to get pumped, but I tell you what. Um, what a performance from our from the the ten players! Absolutely worked their socks off, and defending really really well. And I'm going to say this now: not for the first time with ten men. Done it against Manchester City, a, a, a previous in the, in the game as well. But really really good defending and all that. Like managed to keep us. I'll, I'll be honest, like you know, what I mean, at one stage you know, I'm thinking, well, if we if we do keep it down to two, have we still got a chance on that? And then I. I was me and Steve, this, and this is how that game went for us. Forty-five minutes, he turned around and go, "We got to 50. <laughs> I've got the fifty. We got the fifty-five. We got the sixty. We got the seventy. When we got to eighty, we both turned around and said, "We're taking one-nil defeat now, like you know what mm. I mean? Like we've got the eighty-five. Can we hold it? We've got the ninety. Can we hold it? And when we went, when we did, and I will say this now. I'm so glad I went. It's probably the best nil-nil I've ever been because the atmosphere 
in that stadium from our fans was just unbelievable. It was absolutely fantastic. And um, I couldn't be more proud of the Arsenal fans that, that day, like, you know. And I can tell you this now, and I will say this. I reckon our fans helped us get that nil-nil draw. I think it inspired the players, it inspired uh, everybody. And I, I do think, like, Arsenal fans, you've got a big part to play at the Emirates on, on Thursday. Make it loud, make it proud. And I think we've got a real good chance of uh, of, of getting through. If uh, Listen, and I'm fed up with it. All I heard, all I heard up there from those Liverpool fans, we ain't got Marnie, we ain't got Salah. You know what I mean? We didn't have Smith Rowe, we didn't have Party, we didn't have Ulegaard. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't have Tommy Asu. You know, we didn't have uh, Granite Xhaka for, for 70 minutes. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day. But that was it. You know what I mean? So, fair play. Fantastic job from the from the players. Fantastic job from the manager. He has to take a lot of credit for that. Because don't forget, he lost um, uh, Cedric after one minute. I don't know if you noticed that. He, he actually got done in the first kick of the game. Like, you know what I mean? He was superb. Got it right on the day. And this is what I say about it. If the manager does the business, I am willing and always willing to give him the praise he deserves. If he does wrong, I I, I, I will hammer him as well. Mm-hmm. But he got everything right on that on that day. He, he uh, and one special mention. I mentioned it on Twitter as well. For a player, I don't I, I, I don't know when his last game was for for Arsenal. Callum Chambers come into there and he was absolutely superb. Um, First dodgy couple of 10, 15 minutes, but, you know, in plate rages, to put in that sort of performance, magnificent. Mm. Absolutely. Are we, I mean, anything to fear um, on Thursday, uh, you know, after putting in that performance? I mean, I was, I was doing a show last night with Graham and I actually said to Graham, I can't see why everyone thinks Liverpool, you know, are favourites. When you sit back and listen to Graham, he kind of changed my mind on it. I suppose that Liverpool are, have to be favourites, really. Um, to get to the final. But obviously, what is going to make a massive difference is that, is that we're at home. Um, and if we can, if, if, the, if the Emirates atmosphere can keep, you know, can keep at the level it's been and start making the Emirates a bit of a cauldron, um, surely being at home is massive advantage. Dan, would you say that Liverpool are, are, are clear favourites? I think Liverpool are favourites. Um... I feel personally that they have got the strongest eleven. Craig, there's rumours that we might even have to call this game off again and Burnley want to kill the game off as, as well. So we might have another mm-hmm. couple of weeks off here at the moment. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, but when I look at the performance of at Anfield, not only did it impress me because of who it was against, it impressed me because it was showing fight. There were like lions out there. There's 10 men of Arsenal and you wouldn't have known it. It was fantastic the way that we set up. The manager deserves a lot of credit. I thought the way that we set up after the red card was exceptional. And the jury was really out for me with Ben White. It was Ben White and then Ben Shite for me, then Ben White again. Oh, my God, he was absolutely exceptional. He was such... It was a pleasure watching him defend against uh, Liverpool. It was, and everybody loved the picture of him when Minamino put it over the bar, and, of course, you've got to love that also. But Lee's right. All I heard from the Liverpool fans was that, well, we got Mane and Salah out. 
Uh, well, they need them back because going forward, they didn't look too impressive. Um, but we had no Tommy Asu, no Erdegaard, no party, as Lee said, no Granite Chaka. Um, and we started the game with quite a poor side in certain areas of the team. So we have to look at that and give the players a lot of credit as well as the manager. Um, one player I do want to big up, actually, is I'm always a massive fan of this. When you're having a bad game and you kind of continue to have a bad game, sometimes you can have a bit of sympathy and say it just wasn't his night. I saw the first 20 minutes, Lekonga looked absolutely awful. I thought, oh my God, he might have to come off, but he can't because he ain't got nobody else to bring on. Raised his game, second half. When that red card went down, he was sensational in midfield, I thought, at times. He really raised his game, and I thought that was great to see. And I've got to big up Saka and Martinelli at the moment. That gives us a chance. You talk about our Liverpool favourites. The reason that we've always got a chance is because those two do not stop running. Both of them absolutely shattered at the end. Martinelli on the floor. The the work rate and the, and the tenacity and the mentality of these two kids at 20 years old is an absolute pleasure and a joy to watch. And... So many people I know, including myself, crying for Martinelli to come into this side. And since he's been in here, he's been absolutely sensational in games. He really, really has been impressing me. And it's great to see. Really good result. I said on the night, I'd take a 2-1 loss, Craig, because it meant we're still in the tie. Nil-nil mm. with 11 men, I would have taken and bit your hand off. Nil-nil with 10 men, what a result. We've got a great chance to get into this final because we're at home. And fingers crossed we'll have to play us back. And we can mm. give them a right go because they've still mm. got Salah and Mane out. And going forward, we know we can shut up shop. So I think we've got a great chance. And I'm absolutely buzzing for it, mate. I'm really looking forward to it. And Lee's right. We need the crowd again because they were magnificent. Mm. Absolutely. Mark, I mean, you've got to agree with what Lee says, really. Probably the best nil-nil I've ever, I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> you know... It was a, and to be honest, I thought it was a great game of football. I mean, I, I, I watched it sitting in this very chair, and my daughter mm. Lily was watching it with me. And even she was, you know, even she was clasping her hands together, and you could see she was getting a little bit stressed out, like you know. So welcome to supporting the Arsenal love, but yeah. um, a great game and a, and a great performance, Mark. Um, you know, play like that in the second leg, we've no problem, surely. Play like that in the second leg, and they they will batter us, won't they? You know what I mean. You 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 can't invite too much on Craig, can you? I mean, at the end of the day, they they will see. You know, if they'd have had their shooting boots on, they'd have had their fill. Let's let's have it right. I think they had seventeen chances to have three. Um, you know, shots on target, shots at goal. Um, if they'd have had the boys, the African boys would have been in big trouble. But they haven't, uh, and you can only play and beat what's in front of you. And I agree with Dan. Sambi looked better, strangely enough, when he wasn't carrying Jacker. Um, <laughs> he, he was better off on his own in there, you know what I mean? So, it's still growing, still learning. Ben White, as a couple of people have mentioned in the chat, Ben White's colossus the other night. And But, you know, in those games, it's like, you know, Craig, um, nil-nil draws, you know, they make, and, and a team that's had 17 chances, you know, the defence against and the goalkeeper are going to look good, aren't they? Because they're getting they're getting a highlights reel, um, tackles of tackles and saves and interceptions and whatnot. So, yeah, listen, we can't play like that. Um, the second leg, you know, you you can stop. Not many teams stop Liverpool scoring. Um, Absolutely, and we'll do bloody well to stop them scoring in another ninety minutes. So, I would say we're going to have to we're going to have to find our shooting boots. Um, and that will be that be helpful if we've got eleven on the pitch, um, and maybe we've had a bit of a rest because um, 
we found ourselves a little holiday at the weekend. Nice little feet up Sunday, which was pleasant, wasn't it? We all enjoyed that. Everyone loves the Absolutely. sun. Lovely day for a lovely day for a walk along the beach. It was yes, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So um, thank you, Martin Odegaard. Just, just uh, well, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to the account. Oh, so, hang on, game, I, I, but, um, I just I, I thought it was a masterclass by Granite Jacker to be honest, because if he didn't get sent off, we would have had to play it. Well, I hear today differently. Um, <laughs> he, 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 he didn't come into it. Apparently, that wasn't the thinking. Um, it, it was the case that we put to the Premier League was very much COVID related, but we'll get into that later, I'm sure. But yeah, listen, cup tires, we know, don't we? You know, we can win cups. Mm. We, we don't doubt ourselves winning a cup. Uh, we know on our day we can beat these Liverpool, Cities, Chelsea's because we've done it two years ago under this manager mm-hmm. with, with worse players, by the way. So, yes, we can win this cup. And if anybody says it's a Tim Pom, you know, Tim Pot Cup. And they're not really interested in, you know, not for me. only people that don't win cups say things like that. Yeah. That's what, that's what losers say. Um, if you want to win things, there's only, there's only realistically two things we could have won this year. And we're out of one of them. So let's, let's go for it. Go, like Lee said last week, you know, we're going to go for every single game we're in. We're going to put out our best team and we're going to give it a right good go. And as long as the lads leave the amount of effort on the pitch as they did, Last week against Liverpool, we ain't going to be too far away, are we? Absolutely And that's all we can ask. Absolutely not. Bring this one in from Liam. Thank you very much, mate. Evening, gents. He says cheeseburgers all round. Oh! (laughs) It's been a while since we got a cheeseburger. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed, Liam. Thank you very much indeed, mate. Um, Lee, what I wanted to say about the Liverpool game um, at Anfield is... If anyone doubted that those players aren't playing for that manager, surely that is the game to put that myth to bed. Yeah, yeah, you can say that on on that performance. And what the the, the problem um, the problem I've got with that is that um, it was only four days before that. So it's a shambolic performance at Not- Nottingham Forest, mm-hmm. and I've seen that one at ever. Look at Everton at the moment; they've won one game in thirteen. Sacked their manager like uh, yesterday, and who was that win against? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, okay, bloody it's football. It does you lose, you know. It does, but it's the way you lose sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, listen, no one was moaning and groaning when we lost to Man City. Do you know why? Because we give it our best, and we really put in a performance, and we just come up a little bit short on the day for for whatever reasons. But when you put in performances like that at Everton, and the performance like that at Nottingham Forest. It is a bit of a worry, and Mikel was got that got to get rid of those ones. You know what I mean? But you, you, when you the the performance on 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 Thursday at Anfield was was fantastic. You know what I mean? Listen, uh, you know Mikel going to take a lot of praise, but he's got to take a little bit of criticism as well. You know, uh, it, this this continually keeps happening with Granite Shaka, continuously keeps happening with him. But it, you know, he's not calling him out. He's letting him get away. So it's happening. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a, um, uh, a Shaka hater as, as as some of some of us here are. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm going to say that now, but but uh, right down but, you, but no, no, I'm not mentioning <laughs> no names, mentioning no names, mentioning no names. But what I will say, and what I will say, and what I will um, uh, say about it is that this has got to stop. We know we cannot continue to keep going down to ten men and and and, and mainly him. And and uh, this is not a criticism of him. 
I think at the end of the day, because his reputation now is going against him as well, and that's not helping us out in the long term as well. I'm going to say this now. If that was Van Dyke, I think it would have been a a, a yellow card. That's not saying that it, I'm just saying because it's crash. Oh, we've got, you know, there's a, there's a different, you know, and that's happened because of, um, of what he's done in the past, Craig. You know what I mean? Like it, it's got to stop. He's too much of a liability now, like, you know what I mean? To keep seeing it to happen. It's, it's not just the sending offs as well. It's the pull of the shirt at, at, at Brighton, the pull of the shirt at, at certain other games, um, you know, like at Manchester City. I thought it was a little bit hard. And I think at the end of the day, it is a little bit too hard, harsh at times. I, I thought it was a harsh sending off, but you can I see did. why it is. Yeah, but I there's did. no benefit of that with um, uh, Granite Shacker, is there? Like, you know, straight off. And, and I think, you know, where I see other players just slightly get a bit a bit of benefit of that. It's got, and I think that Mikel has now got, I think we need to say, right, we've got to get somebody else in and, and, and move on from there. Like, I really do think it's time now. Absolutely. I can't say, Dan, look, I'll bring you in on that one. I know you're not his biggest fan, um, but like, there's no, there's no more excuses for him anymore. Do you know what I mean? You can say that it's coincidental that we haven't qualified for the top four since he's been here. Um, I think it would be very harsh to blame him outright um, for you know for not getting top four. But he is he is for me. He like Lee said, he is becoming a liability. Um, he's giving you know he's giving referees and officials every single opportunity to send him off, book him, you know, do whatever they is. So, I mean, Granite Jacker for me. I don't think we'll... I mean, he's still under contract. So, I mean, that, that, you know, that's a problem. You know, he's con- I think his contract runs till next year, doesn't it? So, I mean, do we, you know, do we cash in him? Do we get rid of him? Do we keep him? Um, you know, there's there's rumours that Gwenduzi, um could be coming back. But then from the research that I've done on it, it seems to that Gwenduzi's deal is still active because the deal was um, the deal was made before the transfer ban. But Granite Xhaka, um, Dan... He won't be here next year, surely not. We keep saying that, don't we? Um, every <laughs> season. Um, I've been praying. It was obviously Roma, and I was like, yeah, 13 million, that'll do. That's what he's worth. He's be lucky to get that. No, we want 30. I thought, you're not going to get 30. Um, you might not even, you might get 15, but you ain't going to get 20. He's not worth, He's not a good enough player for that. You know, that's what he's worth, isn't he? He's about 13, 15 million pound player, in my opinion. Um, and when you get sent off like that, um, you're probably worth about 3 million. So, He's no good for us long-term. Um, I've never really liked the player. Um, I certainly think he has good games in an Arsenal shirt, but he's always got that liability factor. He's always a ticking time bomb. And I've seen the Chaka movie too many times, you know, and what we need to do now, my, my best analogy is something I love doing at the weekend is Mark knows he's coming around to see to see uh, my niece and nephew. And you go, you, you know, you, you watch the movie with him, you watch, you watch Poor Patrol and you don't really like Poor Patrol. You've had enough of Poor Patrol. Then you watch it again and you think, actually... He needs to stop watching Paw Patrol. Then he'll watch Toy Story. Oh, this is a bit better. Then he'll watch Shrek. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. And then before you know it, you're watching Die Hard and Man on Fire. We need to go and buy a Man on Fire or, or a Die Hard now. I've seen Paw Patrol too many times. And <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow up in, me, in your face, mate, if you stick, stick to watching Paw Patrol. You know, it is. And I just can't see this guy being ever a, a great Arsenal legend. And people try to compare... A similar scenario to uh, to Patrick Vieira. I mean, 
it's quite insulting on Patrick Vieira to even put them in the same bracket, if I'm honest with you. Um, I understand that he did get, did get sent off, but he also performed week in, week out, and he's still not been replaced after almost 16, 17 years. Um, so when you look at what Granit Xhaka has done at Arsenal, there's been too many downs, and I think the pros probably do not outweigh the cons. I think there's been too many opportunities for this guy now and he keeps making the same mistakes. And I can make mistakes as a player, I can make mistakes as a person, but try to make not the same mistakes. And it's not even the same one mistake now, it's the same three or four mistakes. How many times has he got sent off? How many passes has he let go astray? How many penalties has he given away? How many times has he smashed the ball against someone and it's gone in or gone to their striker? Too many for me. Um... I think somebody said the other day that even Mustafi didn't make this many mistakes, and they're right, you know. So as much as Chaka's a better player than Mustafi, um, he still needs to go. We need an upgrade. I don't think there's any Arsenal fan that's saying we don't need an upgrade. I think everyone mm. agrees that we need an upgrade. I think some Arsenal fans like what Granit Chaka does. And I suppose with Lee and Harry as well, I'm a little bit like that with Nicolas Pepe. I don't think he's the greatest player in the world, and I would like to upgrade on him and replace him. But actually what he does do good, I quite rate... And he doesn't make the mistakes that Chaka had done. He certainly hasn't over the six years that he's been here anyway. Pepe's been here. Is this his third season? And I can't think of too many mistakes he's made apart from one red card and a couple of loose passes. Actually, when you look at what Granite Chaka's done, it's a lot worse. So for me, I know I have a bit of a telling cheek about the old Paw Patrol analogy, but I think everyone knows that I am not a fan of this guy. And I would love to see him out the door in the summer and replaced with a Bruno Gamares or somebody like Basuma, because I think for me, that's our kind of upgraded level on Granite Chaka. Um, and that's all that I really have to say about the matter of Craig. I think it's obvious. It's no shock to anybody that I'm not his biggest fan. I've been very critical of him, and I've been very critical of him for not just his, his poor play at times, but actually for his mentality. And he's supposed to be a leader and a captain. Leaders and captains don't do that for me, and I still can't forgive him for throwing the armband on the f- floor. And I still don't really forgive Arsenal Football Club for picking it back up and putting it on his arm, if I'm honest. Um, so I want to see him out the club, and hopefully we get an upgrade in the summer, mate. Hopefully, or we get an upgrade next week. It'll be nice. Um, we'll just bring this one in from Alexander. Xhaka needs to go. Ref wants to uh, ref want to give him a red card now. Lee is 100% right. He's a very big liability. He could save his career with a move to Italy. Thank you very much, mate, with your uh, for the kind donation there. Thank you very That's much. That's a big Mac. That's a big That's Mac. another big Mac there, yeah. Um, this one comes in from Lee Farrell. Thank you for your question, Lee. Um, Mark, we'll come to you. If, if Tommy Yasu is back on Thursday, um, could we play Callum Chambers in defensive midfield? No, we ain't got no chips with that. What's the matter? Because you played there for Fulham, didn't he? And done very well. Yeah, they got relegated. Next question. (laughs) 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 Absolute waste of space. He doesn't even, he shouldn't even play right back. Let's have it right. Um, Ah, come on. Yes, Fulham got relegated, but he done well. I'll tell you what, 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 if you're going to have a reshuffle and you're going to involve Callum Chambers, I'll keep Callum Chambers right back. I'll put Tommy Asu in the centre because he used to play there in Italy. And I'd move Ben White into the centre of midfield because he can actually pass a ball. That's what I'd do if you're going to go down that route. But uh, preferably, I'd like to think we could keep Callum Chambers firmly on the bench. He done well the other day, but I mean, you know, one swan doesn't make a summer, as people like to say. Um, he's played one good game in 14 years. Right. So, Still coming out, these analogies are good. Yeah. Poor patrol going into die hard, and now we've got one swan yeah. doesn't make a summer. Yeah, so uh, anyway, Mayor, Mayor Ding Dingway, is it? Whatever his name is. Lee looks like rubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously Ryder because he's the cool one. Um, which one are you going to be, Greg? 
I'll be the bloke, I'll be the geezer, the, the small geezer, who says, "Come on, pups, get fucking get your ass together, stop fucking shitting, and let's go and rescue people." Oh yeah, I saw that episode. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a good one, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Look at this. Look. I don't let's know what's going on here. Everyone's Dave. coming in for the fast food now. This is from Devon Gunn. It's supposed to be Blue Monday today, so I have a double cheeseburger each. Fellas, great to see the podcast back. Come on, you gooners. Thank you What's very Blue much. Monday? What's all that about him? What's Blue Monday? Oh, I don't, I, I, I don't want to know. Halfway, got, I don't want to know with month, your shenanigans. Which oh, is, is it? The month. Yeah, yeah, so I don't want to go into it. The back of a taxi. Yeah. Lee, this Vihalovic... Whatever his name is. Yes. Lalovic. Move on, please. Move on. I've had enough of reading. He's coming. He's not coming. He doesn't want to play for us. Why are you putting yourself through it? His agent agent wants more money. This, that, and the other. Move on, please. Move on. You talk. Listen. Why do you put yourself through it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this I remember when Gabriel. I oh know he wants to go to Liverpool. He wants to go here. He wants to go. What will be will be. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. You read one thing, it turns around and says everything's all, all on on point and all that. Like it, when Arsenal and if Arsenal make a bid for him, do you think they're going to put a bid in if they've not spoken to these agents and these players? Don't be so ridiculous. So what it will be will be. If they sign it, it's obviously they're in for him. And I'm telling you this now. If if there was no indication that he wasn't willing to sign, they wouldn't be wasting their time with it, like you know what I mean. So what will be will be, like you know, and don't worry about it. Arsenal need to sign players. I'm going to say this now. I, I um with the um uh postponement of the Spurs game, the one thing that Arsenal done wrong was getting rid of their players, <laughs> and players out on loan. They shouldn't have done that. Arsenal shouldn't have done that. Get players in before you get them out. And that is the one thing that we haven't done. But I do believe Arsenal will make two signings um, in the uh, transfer window. They need to sign a midfield player and they need to sign a centre-forward. So we'll probably get a right-back and centre-half. No, we will get the deals (laughs) done. We will get the deals done. Whether it will be Vlavic or whoever it will be, trust the board. Trust Edu to get it right. He has done in the past, and he will do in the future. Do you know the one that excites me is um, is the rumours and, and uh, Brendan Rodgers didn't really f- do anything to extinguish the flames with the Tierleymans um, mm. no, chat. That would be a very good one. Mm. I like that. Same here. Dan? So, this is where I sit. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. She's not the same one that said... She's not the one that said about Hasselman Awar, is it? Oh, no. He went a long time ago, mate. Usam Awar and Buendaya, he said. And I was like, nah, you're wrong, mate. Off you go. I'm glad we didn't get Buenda. Uh Anyway, no. Um, I haven't got any rumours. I don't know anything, if I'm honest with you. All I know is that we're interested in Vlavic and uh, Arta, as everyone keeps telling us. Um, Wine Alden rumours on loan. Tielemans, I heard as well. Isaac or Isaac, however you want to say it, up top. Uh, Calvert-Lewin, Ollie Watkins, Ivan Tony. We hear it all, don't we? Um, there's a lot of rumours that we hear. A uh, little bit like rumours that we've heard today elsewhere. And I feel like, personally... It's going to get to a stage where we are going to sign somebody 
and I think it will just be somebody. But doesn't uh, that worry you? Because it worries me. Somebody. Yeah, massively. So you massively know, like, oh, yeah. Are you, can you play in midfield? Great. What's your name? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you, you come play for us. That, that's, well, what I, I, that's what stand, I'm worried about. Stand the man. Well, that's I'm worried. Uh, <laughs> any news on Draxler? Yeah, Benzema, Yan and Via, Higuain. Yeah. Are they are they passed their medicals yet? Salomon Kalou, has he, has he come yet? It's unbelievable. Um, I think personally, we will get a centre midfielder. Um, I don't think we're going to get a centre forward. Um, personally, I think we're going to keep Eddie and Lacazette until the end of the summer. I don't think anybody wants a Bamiang, so we're going to keep him. I don't think anybody wants Pepe, so I think we're going to keep him. Balogun's gone on loan. Apparently Pablo Marie has gone on loan, and Ainsley mm. Maitland-Niles has gone on loan. We cannot cancel the Liverpool game, as the rumours are just now coming through, that we're going to cancel the game on Thursday. If we're going to sell Pablo Marie tomorrow to on loan, come on. On loan, yeah. To you, Where you is maybe, I think. This yeah, where is this plan that Edu and Arteta have had, and where's it gone wrong? Because it isn't. It's great still shit, Alzari. It is um, great shit, Alzari. Two days, a day, or well, yeah, a day after we postponed oh, North London derby, we're sending just, another player out. Online. We're going to send another one out on loan. <laughs> it is unbelievable, Craig, isn't it? This is where I stand on it. I do feel like we will get a defensive midfielder in or a centre midfielder in. I don't think it's going to be Tielemans. I don't think it's going to be Basuma. I don't think it's going to be Bruno Gumares. I think it will probably be either Wijnaldum or Arta on loan. That's what I think will happen in the summer, in the winter transfer window. I think Vlavic is going to wait and see where Arsenal are before he decides to come this month. And in the summer, if we get Champions League, he might look at us. But if I'm honest, he's probably going to be waiting for the big boys to come in because this kid so. is ridiculously good. And yeah. I'll be very surprised if we get it done. Having said that, I will praise Mikel Arteta and Edu, as I have done off the field, not so much on it, for their for their uh, transfers if they get this over the line. Because this kid, apart from Erling Haaland, or Haaland, however they want to say it, is <clears> the <throat> real deal. He is the only striker I would have in world football ahead of Vlavic at the moment, and that's Haaland, because Mbappe's a winger as far as I'm concerned, or a wing forward, wide forward. Vlavic is the real deal. He can head, he can flick on, he can hold up the ball. He's got a wand of a left foot. He can take penalties. He does like to miss them like he did tonight, but he can take penalties. He can shoot, he can score, he can be dangerous in the box, and he can drive. Something Giroud could never do was go one-on-one. This kid can. He's 21 years old and his numbers are scarily good. Scarily good. Now, Harry made a good point. It's funny me saying that, isn't it? Harry seen me making a good point, but he did make a really good point. He said that Vlavic may look at Haaland's career and think maybe Arsenal is a stepping stone. Now, I don't want Arsenal to ever be a stepping stone. I want Arsenal to be the club that he comes to for 10, 15 years and he's absolutely exceptional for us. But he may look at Haaland's situation at Dortmund and say he went to Dortmund and now he's going to end up at Bayern Munich or Man City. Maybe that's the route I go down. Fiorentina, I could go straight in at Bayern Munich in the summer because I believe he's good enough. But he may look in January and think, actually, let me see what I can do with Arsenal and see if I can get them to the top four or win a league cup with them and then potentially look at my future. But I feel it's all about now Arteta and Edu because we believe that this money's no option. It's not about us not wanting to pay it. It's about him, whether he wants to come or not. So for me, if they can sell the project like they did to Thomas Partey, like to Gabriel, like to Kieran Tierney, like they did to quite a few players that have come in of late that have been obviously in a different scenario but similar to age, if they can sell that dream, then let's see what happens in this uh, market with this player. I think Arta and Wijnaldum are a lot more likely to sign than Vlavic. And don't be surprised if we look at Vlavic and end up with Diego Costa. I'll end there. I I don't know why, but I'd love to see him at Arsenal. 
I, I, I don't know why. I, when he was at Chelsea, I used to say to, I'm sure I've said it on podcasts, you know, back through the years. I used to, you know, say, oh, I'd love Diego Costa. Oh, yeah, but he's a bastard. But he'd be our bastard. Do you know? <laughs> Just that he'd be our bastard now. Get it was well, Craig. Yeah, so I, I'd see. love to, I would love to see him because I would love to see him, I don't know, take out a Spurs player and, you know, and give that smile to him. You know that Diego Costa smile when people used to start on him and he used to just stand there and smile at people. And I oh, used to be, oh, you bastard. But like to, have, to have him on our team doing that. Famous um, Suarez, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. But here's a, here's a comment from Colt of the Red Barrel. Hello, mate. Great to see you. Thanks for coming along. Um, Lee, I kind of touched on this last night with um, Graham. Um, he said, it shouldn't be ignored how ineffective in front of goal we've been overall, since being without Olivier Giroud. Who's that? Colt Redbell says, it shouldn't be ignored in how effective in front of goal we've been since we've been without a Giroud type up front. 100%. I think, like, um, listen, we've really relied on um, Aubameyang, you know what I mean? And his goals really, like, you know. I, I, I think with Lacazette, he's, I, I like Lacazette as a player, but he's not really a goal scorer, in my opinion. And we need someone like that. And the, the thing is with, with Giroud, he's a sort of player that would get you, you know, those balls coming across and things like that. And we, we I never think we ever play to his strengths, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and we need that now. I look at Liverpool against um, us the other night. And what it was a good tactic from uh, Mikel Arteta. He just actually said, right, we we let you have the wide areas and you can cross and our centre-halves read the ball. You know, if we play now, a lot of teams will do that against us as well. If you've got a Giroud or that sort of type of centre-forward, it opens up so many more avenues. Someone you can talk, someone you can get crosses in and something like, you know. Um, and that's why Liverpool, Chelsea done very, very well on it for, for a few years with Giroud. People underestimated big big time like you know and I, I feel that um if if Arsenal were to get somebody like Varvich now and I mean now not in not in, in the summer or whatever now it would really push us on to a top four really would do it's it's a massive massive thing if we can get that because it bring gives us another string to our attacking bow that we haven't got we've got all the nice little neat things and all that but if he's someone that can do what Lacazette does knit it all together, but get on the end of crosses and things like that. We're in we're in we're in for a very, very good chance of getting in top four. We're in a very, very good chance of getting top four without him, but I think it will put us in a very, very strong position if we get him. Very strong. This one comes in from the Mongoose. Thank you very much. I love great name. Love it. Surely if we're loaning out players, we've got to be bringing someone in this month. Love the pod as usual, boys. Thank you very much indeed for your kind comment. It is much appreciated. Uh, Mark, I think we touched on it last week, didn't we? Someone's got to be coming in with all these outs. Surely. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd like to hope so. Um, the boys the boys are coming back. We need to touch on Bamiang's health. Obviously, we send him our best wishes. And, mm. you know, we know it hasn't been... In the form that we know he can be, but you know, maybe, maybe there's been some underlying health issues going on for some time. Certainly, something ain't been quite right. I know his mother's been struggling with a COVID. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. These things could be hereditary. Um, but anyway, we wish him well, and he's coming back. And 
Parthay, I don't think he'll be away too much longer. Another week, a couple of games. So um, we're going to start. He's back on Tuesday, Mark. Exactly. Exactly. Well, tomorrow, yeah. Tuesday. Tomorrow, Tuesday. Yeah, right? yeah. I think if, yeah, they yeah. Don't, if they don't, if they lose tomorrow, don't win. Yeah. Result, back, result, back result, the result will go against them. They could be the London derby. That's, that's a shame. And be um, back Burnley. Yeah, mate. Well, but a Burnley game will be off. They've got they've got ten fit players, so uh, they're they're in dire straits. Um, what a disgrace that they've called off that game. Yeah. I want something done. <laughs> I, want, I want a petition. Uh, 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 someone's got to come in, and you're quite right. Someone's got to come in up top. Uh, as I said last week, you know, one goal from our f- centre forwards, if you call Balogun, Eddie, Uber, and um, Laka, you know, our front four, um, really. Um, you know, one goal from a penalty spot away from home against Norwich. Um, He's not good enough a return for those four lads. If they've got dreams, especially the two young lads, of being Premier League starters for a big club um, or any club, you need to score goals, and um, we need goals. Uh, we can't we can't be asking for the Odegaards, who's been absolutely phenomenal, by the way. I think we've missed him the last couple of games. I, I genuinely believe that. Um, you know, he, he's a fantastic player and um, really growing into the team, the importance in the team and Sacker, Smith Rowe, etc. You know, we can't can't be asking these boys, you know. I know Lacker does a holding up job, but it's not really his game. He's, he's not big enough to do that role. I think, I don't think Mikhail would go for a lad like Giroud. I think he would expect his forwards to be able to do more. I think he would want his forwards a bit, you know, if he comes out of the Barcelona Academy, the, the Pep Guardiola way of thinking, um, you know, that total football is, is the way that they would have been educated. And I think that he would be looking for more from, from a centre-forward, someone who can not only hold the ball up, but can actually turn a defender and go at. Um, and as we're saying, that was a massive failing of Giroud. So I think Arteta will be looking for someone better. And, Look, if, if the rumours are true and we're offering £50, £60 million pound for this lad in January, that investment is needed in this window. And if it's not Vlalic, um, because of agent fees or whatnot, um, I, I believe he's worth waiting for till, till the dying embers. And if that means that we do then bring in a Diego Costa when we know that that Vlalic deal is dead in the water to just get the numbers up for six months. I'm, a, I'm all right with that, as long as we're bringing in someone who's a winner um, and who's got some desire um, and comes in on some sort of heavy bonus payment whereby his productivity is rewarded. Not He's not just coming for a retirement mm. check. Um, so, yes, we've got to be getting numbers in, bodies in, and that has got to be in the final third for me because the back five... I have to say, I'm really looking solid. So, um, yeah, it's got to be a... We need a centre-forward because I feel that Aubameyang's time could well be up. I think so. Well, that brings me on lovely. A quick flash question to you all then. Um, This one comes in from uh, T-Jazz. I hope I've said that right. I hope I haven't made a mess of that. Uh, My favourite show of all, Arsenal Pog. Oh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, is there any way back for Aubameyang Lee if he is ready to apologise? Does he deserve a second chance in the team? Uh, well, everybody deserves a second chance. I don't think he's going to get one though. If I'll be honest, I think maybe he's 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 on he's been on last last saloon in the North London derby last year. I think you know he got dropped for that. I think there was probably um, things happening before that. You know, just drop someone 
uh, after one indiscretion. I think it's been happening for a while. Listen, he's still our player. And at the end of the day, um, he still um, gets paid by Arsenal. So th- th- there's always a way back. Um, and um, hmm, I think that if um, if he does uh, come back, he needs to perform a lot better. But for me, listen, I think it's, you know, maybe I'm being a little bit harsh, maybe, not, you know, but I think it's time to move on from him now um, and, and be, you know, cut your losses and... Uh, uh, and go from there. I, I I I fear that it's probably gone too far down the line for for, for manager and player. If I'd be honest, Dan, anyway, back. It depends what Mikel Arteta means by non-negotiables. Um, if I'm honest, if he's going to stick to his guns and say non-negotiables, I'm not going to see a Bambi in an Arsenal shirt again, mm. in my opinion. But if he I don't really understand his non-negotiables. Some of them he seems to be able to get away with. Some of them can't get away with anything. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I personally feel like his time's done. Along with Granite Chakra, I'd like to see him leave because I think that we need to go past that um, stage now. Um, the only player that I would be willing to give another chance to that um, has potentially lost it is Matteo Guendouzi because I like the player and I think there's a talent there. But unfortunately, it looks to me as if the damage has already been done there with Mikel Arteta. And I can't see him getting back into the side either. So the pair of them, I think, it's probably time for them both to leave and we move on. But listen, doesn't mean that he is not an absolutely sensational centre-forward. And one that I would say is probably up there with the numbers, if you look at games to goals ratio, with some of our best strikers ever. So I've got all the time in the world for what he's done for the club, Aubameyang. But I think it's time that he does move on now. Um, and another club will pick him up. Um, it just mm, depends absolutely. how much they're going to pay him a week. Otherwise, he'll be stuck with us. But I don't see him playing for Arsenal again, Craig. Mark, I don't know if it's me that's upset your mother-in-law or you've upset your mother-in-law. She doesn't want Costa oh, here. Yeah. Costa, yeah, why would you? Have she's a big got a point. I wouldn't, yeah. nah, I wouldn't want Diego Mark? Costa. I, I, it's obviously Mark. Has to be. Imagine if we go for Vlavic and we end up with Costa. Jesus, if anyone says trust the process after that, sorry, that's shocking. Have you ever heard anything not so Arsenal in all your well, life? Oh, exactly, mate. <laughs> you know, unbelievable, isn't it? I think it's, it, it would be like not learning from mistakes, though, Craig, wouldn't it? With the Willian deal and the David Luiz and the Mikel Sylvester, Mark Poom when we got him at age 59. Like, let's just stop going for has-beens. Let's go for someone who's in form. It's got to be Vlavic, man. It's got to be. Got to go and get him. Mark, can we laugh at Tottenham now? Um, yeah, you can if you want. I mean, the other, there is another name I'd like to put in there. It's Jonathan, da- uh, Jonathan Davids in Liga, who's uh, banging in some goals. Very young player, still got a lot to learn. He, you know, this is pretty much his first full season in the top flight over there, but he's, he's doing very well. So, we're talking about young lads coming in. and We want some youth and some athleticism and stuff. And That's a, that's a lad to look at. But then, you know, we're going down another route of taking game time away from... Balogun to give it to a French lad. Um, you know, I'm not averse to what nationality they are. What I'm saying is, we've got a young talent. Um, why not give him the, the game time? Uh, you know, so it's a difficult one, isn't it? Do we need some experience to get us over the line? Diego Costa esque, who's proven in the league. He's an emergency signing. We need bodies. That's mm. that's what we were saying. So, sorry. What what did you ask me, Craig? Can we laugh at Tottenham? Always, always. We can always laugh at yeah, Tottenham. Yeah. Let's laugh at Tottenham's statement they put out. Let's laugh at that because that was hilarious. 
That was very good, wasn't it? They were um, talking rattling around about the conference league. I mean, what yeah. the hell has that got to do with the Premier League? Different <laughs> rules, different competition, different nationality. Yeah. What the hell are you going on about, you fools? I've never seen such. I've never seen such an outrage. Why is it always upright? There's been before the before the North London derby was postponed. There was 19 other games being postponed in the Premier League yeah. using the same rules. Burnley have had about three or four of them, yeah. like, just on their own. But as soon as Arsenal do it, the <laughs> journalists must have got out of bed on Sunday afternoon and like, right, this is this well, is so what you I know why. Wait. It's because everybody's had their hospitality at the new ground pissed up that afternoon, isn't they? Everyone was looking forward to the young <laughs> wine and, and meal at the a la carte restaurant at the top of the Oxford Stadium. Everyone had booked their tickets, took their wife to the theatre. Don't worry about it, love. We're staying in the top hotel. It's all on the Daily Mail because I've got a job down here tomorrow at the you know at the top then game. What? It's off. I'm going to have to pay for my own hotel. Oh, my God. Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville have an absolute hissy fit because they're not getting their five grand, ten grand freelance appearance on Super Sunday. Shut up, you couple of months. <laughs> Honestly, haven't you got a child to spit at? Yeah. <laughs> Lee always takes the Arsenal to... Um, Cause massive upset. Oh, I absolutely loved it. As I, I said, isn't it great that we are hated again? I'll tell you, yeah, and I'll tell you what I said to you. Arsenal are back. You know, my mate, my mate, phoned me up today. You're a disgrace of a club. I said, why is that? And getting that game called off. I said, like, well, what do you mean? Well, having all that, I said, well, you um, uh, you had your game called off on the conference game. You didn't have um, you didn't cl- close your, your your training ground then. You know what I mean? Like, you could have played that. You could have played your kids that game. Well, it's different. No, it ain't. You could have played your kids, but you didn't. But, like, all of a sudden, they've changed their rules. You know what I mean? And he said, we're not going to agree on this, are we? I said, too right, we're not, like. But we've boiled your piss, and I love it. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely love it. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> I thought the funniest thing, well, we've we've done all this food. We're going to have to throw it away and give it away. Like, you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, like... Well, like, you know, you can imagine all like the homeless were all queuing up around the uh, crewing up around top of them. Like, give me some food, give me some food. Absolute yeah. joke, the lot, the lot of them. Yeah, like, yeah, I wonder if it was lasagna. Do you reckon it was lasagna? I'll tell you what, I've, I've got a plate of lasagna. I might have that later on, like, you know what I mean? Oh, they brought up the lasagna gate 16 years, 16 years ago, they brought that up. 16 years ago, love it. And I'll tell you what, uh, what makes you laugh is, right, that they were desperate. Uh, they, this is what makes you laugh. My mate today, it's first thing, you're a disgrace, you're a disgrace. You didn't want to play against us, you know what I mean? Want to, so I said, oh, you want... You, you wanted us to play our youth team against you, and he said, yeah, but it was a good time to play Spurs. we got four players missing as well. So what are you worried about for then? Desperate to play our youth team. And yeah. do you know what? 1980 was the last time that this happened. They made us play six youth and reserve team players. Do you know what happened in 1980? <laughs> we beat them. <laughs> 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 the gift that keeps on giving Tottenham Hotspur. Now, listen, Spurs. We're the big club. We'll tell you when we want to play you because that's <laughs> what matters. We are the big club. We always have been. And they can't stand, you know, like, oh, you come over and took a... We come over from the Woolwich and 
set up our tents in North London and just become bigger and better than you. It must boil their piss. And I love it. So I love it. Bring it on more. I cannot stand them. <laughs> cannot stand them. But they are the gift that keeps on giving. But I will say this. I will say this. It is all banter. Do not abuse. Please yeah, do not abuse. Yeah, Just, yeah. you know what I mean? It is all banter, and it's gone a little bit too far with it with the abuse. Poor old Jamie. He's been getting a little bit of stick, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, you know, if you, you know, there is this, if you can give it, you can't take it, but some people can't, like, you know. Listen, they're hurting. They're hurting. They are hurting. They are. But, but you, that, the, the point of being coming in from Woolwich um, and setting our tents in North London, if you actually look through the history books, where they are didn't become part of North London until 1965 anyway. So who's been in North London longer? Well, actually, they're not actually in London. Well, I don't know if they are. Well, no, in in I, don't really know. I think it's 1965, Harrenley became a borough of North London. Well, they are the third most successful club in North London. The third, so Arsenal. Who's the who's the second one? Barnet, Enfield. It's <laughs> 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 you can't make it up, can you? You can't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Enfield Town. Believe me, no sex marks. <laughs> Dan, did you enjoy all Love the uh, shenanigans at the weekend? Well, I must admit, I was disappointed. Yeah, back to back Paw Patrol, don't you, Dan? Yeah, I got back to Paw Patrol. <laughs> I was uh, I was disappointed actually because I was looking forward to it uh, in terms of the game, but when it was cancelled, yeah, was I've got to say, was, um, Sunday weren't the same game, was it? Nah, yeah. and you know, you know I, I enjoyed it. I, I got a bit of an echo here for some reason. I don't know why, but someone got so it. What's that? What's that? No, that's no. coming here. Hey, 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 hey. I don't know why I'm echoing, but I am. Um, yeah, judges I feel personally. Hey, no, I mean, like, judges, and it goes away. Yeah, it's judges. It's always judges. Yeah. Uh, I must admit, I was I was disappointed because I, I was looking forward to it, as as all the gooners were, to be honest, and all Lee was as everyone. But actually, um, it's quite funny when you look at a good pundit like Michael Richards and you look at a bad pundit like Jamie O'Hara. It is just difference in class, isn't it? That let's be honest. I think Michael Richards is a, from what I hear and what people say, he's a bit of an Arsenal fan. But he was the only one who did stick up for us. And Sky pundits have got fantastic pundits, in my opinion. You know, they they leave BT, BBC. Only Graham Sooness actually, to be fair, which I was quite uh, quite surprised about. He, he did, actually, and I was surprised. But I, I feel like um, it was the right thing to, for them to say, even if they do, do or don't believe it, because they look like absolute idiots. So if they did what Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville did, it's a disgrace, even though Jamie Carragher, three days before, it was his team doing it. Tottenham had done it, by the way. They had a nice couple of weeks off and a nice bit of training when they had a couple of COVID cases. So were we pulling a fast one? I think so. Is everyone else doing it? Uh, yes. So why not join the club? When we had three games right at the start of the season where we were told to play it, I think it's our time to have a couple of weeks break now. So let's see what happens in the following fixtures to come and if we've got some players back. I do. I must admit, I'm with Lee. I love a bit of banter and I love the Spurs uh, fans that start crying that can take it. But my God, some of them are just absolutely horrendous, aren't they, on Twitter and Instagram? I mean, there's just... petitions to, to, there's been petitions to get us dock points. We should give them a 3 0 victory. They've even been, um, uh, even one account has been um, egging people to write a song about it that they can sing in the stands for when, for when the game, when the game gets rearranged. I mean, like, 
So I if just, that's the case, I just, Craig... I just hope to God that the footballing gods are on our side that day. And when Let's that rearrange right. picture is played, we start. Oh, they will be. We're better mil. than them. We're, we're better than yeah. them, mate. They are dreadful. But I look at that and I think, if you are sitting there, because all the Tottenham fans I spoke to on podcasts and in the fan base... Well, we're not scared of you. Well, we'll beat you, whatever. We're not scared of you. Well, why do you want us to give you the game then? Because you, you're yeah. not scared of us. Why do you want to play our under-23s? Why do you want to play our under-18s? You should be saying, we're not scared of you, mate. Come back come back when you're ready if you want. We'll still yeah. beat you. But they won't say that, will they? They'll cry. No. This is a disgrace. Everyone else can do it apart from Arsenal. It's unbelievable that it takes Arsenal this much and it goes nuts. The the outrage. And half of it is, and I'll, take, and I'll say this, and, I, you know, and I'm an Arsenal fan, so I can say it. We, in my opinion, were a little bit over the top with the Liverpool situation. Dodgy? Oh, yes, it was. But we were a little bit extreme, weren't we? Let's be honest, because that's what Arsenal fans are. So that's, I think, made a lot of people come back at us and start pointing the finger and saying, you're doing it now, disgraceful, disgraceful. Because that's what Arsenal fans do. They go over the top. It's what football fans do. We've proven it. Arsenal fans go over the top, just like every other club goes Knee over jerking. the top. But Knee it was jerking, funny. I like it was it. funny, Knee mate. Jerking. I loved it. Lee doesn't go over the top. He's uh, calm yeah, he's, personified. Yeah, exactly. Calmness personified. Before we go, a quick, uh, a quick um, score prediction, please, Lee, for Thursday night. We'll get a prediction off everyone. Go on. Thursday night, one 0 to the Arsenal. Oh, I like it. I like it, Dan. Uh, I think we're going to nick it two one. Two one to the Arsenal. Mark, sixty-seven minutes. Granite Jacker sent off. <laughs> What a prediction. What a prediction. I'll stick with 2-1. I'm with Dan. I said it last night when I was speaking to Graham. Uh, 2-1 Arsenal. Lads, what a great podcast this has been this evening. Again, an absolute pleasure to sit here with you and talk about um, Arsenal, our great club. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you for everyone who uh, made a kind, kind donation. Uh, it's much, much appreciated. Craig, can Judges. I just say, I gave out the wrong number. I'm sorry. I gave out the wrong number for... Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I did. I did. Like, they polled me for it in the group chat. So I did put the right number in the in the group chat. Um, so apologies for that. But uh, I can't find it again now. Sorry. Oh, that must be a group that I'm not involved with because I haven't got anything. Um, no, 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 no. In yeah. the um, in the comments. Sorry, I put it in the comments. So you just put it in the comments. Where, the, you know where? The abuse, sorry, the abuse line. Do you need to call? Because I gave out the wrong numbers for anyone who's listening on audio. Uh, domestic abuse helpline is 0808 Sorry, I got it wrong. That's okay, mate. You got it right. You got it right. Judges, thank you very much indeed. No uh, problems time. whatsoever. Really enjoyed that. Uh, always a pleasure. Thank you very much, mate. Dan, thanks very much for coming along. Um, as always, always man. much, much appreciated. Cheers, and bro. Mark, thanks a lot, man. No problem, mate. Mark, thank you very much indeed, sir. Thank you very much indeed. Again, thank my you. last thank you to all in the chat. 312 of you watching us live. Thank you very much indeed. Massive numbers. Uh, if you could like um, the video before you leave, that would be great. And if you're watching on Catch Up, if you could like us as well before you leave, that would be great. Audio version out on Spotify first thing tomorrow morning. Thank you very much. Until we see you again. Well, until we see you tomorrow. Four men and a mic, if you're interested, coming back at you. Uh, me, Sir Berman Guna Chris, and Danny, uh, the GFP. Seven o'clock, live on the YouTubes. Thank you very much, everyone. Until we see you again, take care of yourselves and each other. Up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.